welcome to week one of Rock Solid, which is titled God and His Kingdom. And uh, on that page, the first page, it says our concept of God is one of the most important things about us. It affects our beliefs and ultimately all of our choices in life. And God wants us to know him as he really is. He wants us to know the joy of living in his kingdom. So the purpose of this week's study is to gain a better understanding of God's nature and God's plan, to understand what we mean by the kingdom of God and discover how we can enjoy life to the full in God's kingdom. So some massive, really beefy things to pick up on. Sounds ambitious. (laughs) It really does. And uh, day one of week one is that that question kind of is a three three words, but it's a big question. Who is God? So I'm going to throw that to you, David, and just get you to kind of unpack that a little bit. This is a great place to start, isn't it? Because um, I think our answer to that question, who is God, is just the most important thing about us. Mm. And and if we can begin to answer that, then it throws light onto all the other big questions in life. Yeah. Um, it, what I love about this this topic is that God actually wants us to know him. Yeah, And sure. uh, Jesus, in, in one of the gospel stories, in John chapter 14, he says, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father, or in a sense, if, if you know me, you, you know the Father. So... I think um, that God has always wanted us to know him and he's, he's made himself, uh, he's, he's shown himself to us in different ways. And in, in this session, we talk about how God has revealed himself in creation, um, how he's given every human being a conscience within us so that we do live with this innate sense of right and wrong, of good and evil, because we're created in God's image. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, throughout the history of religion, uh, what we see right across the world is that within every every race and tribe and culture, there's a desire to know God. There's 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 a verse in the Bible that says God's put eternity in in the human heart. Yeah, he's yeah. he's sort of he's created us with an in, inbuilt desire to get to know Him, and so we talk a little bit bit about that and the fact that millions of people have experienced God, would have claimed to have experienced God in their lives. And then we we mention the fact that the Bible itself is one big revelation of God. God is speaking to us and revealing himself in the Bible. So do you think that people see stuff in creation and they're amazed by it, they think there must be a God? Um, and that kind of inspires a belief. Yes, I think that can of, be can be the start of a of, a, of an inquiry of a, of a of a discovery of realizing that things in creation are not only um, beautiful, but they're made with structure, and behind yeah. that structure, surely there must be must be a a, a god behind all An of intelligence. that. Intelligence. Yes, I think so. And the fact that we have a conscience that we actually care for one another in our environments and. There's so many different religions, aren't there, yes. that uh, I guess it's people searching for God. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and that experience, as you described in the Bible. But even all of those things, can sometimes God can maybe feel a little bit yes, difficult um, to grasp. Yeah, and then you come back to what Jesus said. Yeah. He said, and this is God's ultimate, his, his, his ultimate revelation of, of himself was to send his son. Right. So Jesus came and said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Uh, we'll talk a bit more about some of those things uh, tomorrow in day two. But Jesus is the ultimate revelation of God. And and um, from a Christian perspective, um, we can only really truly know God the Father if we know his son. Right. 
Jesus reveals God to us. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody can come to the Father except through me. Um, so that is, is essentially what we what we talk about in, in day one. Um, it's interesting because people talk about God and they, they sometimes think I can understand the concept of God, but not quite sure where Jesus fits. I know I've yes. heard people say that, but actually what you're saying is, when you look at Jesus, he is God, he's God's son, and he's come to show us exactly what God is like by his nature. That's why it's so he important. Is, and, and when you read the life of Jesus, what, yeah. what you you understand in the Bible is he's good, he's kind, he's loving, he heals people, uh, he's good all the time. Uh, that immediately starts to change our concept of God. He's not distant, he's not um, a harsh dictator, he's a, he's a loving father who sent his son. That's great. And then one of the things I really love about how this day ends is talking about getting to know God. And it's uh, it's a different focus to religion. It's about a relationship, which I know we pick up later on as mm. well. So so you, we've talked in day one about who God is. And, yes. But, but then day two picks up this kind of age-old mystery question, head scratcher, yeah. <laughs> about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Trinity or the Godhead. And yes. so... So what is it that you've kind of pulled out of that to help us kind of get our heads around this this mystery, if you like? That... Yeah, I think this this concept that that the Christians call the Trinity, the the fact that God is God is Father, God is Son, and God is Spirit. Uh, God is three persons, but one person. And in day two, we we begin to explore this huge, huge <laughs> subject. Yeah. Um, but but what we do show is that God, as Father, has created all things. Uh, that God as Son has has come, as we looked at in day one, come to reveal the Father to us, yeah. and that God as Holy Spirit uh, is now at work in our lives. And, and this is not three different gods, but three expressions, three ways in which God has come to make himself known to us. Right. So we talked about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, which all three you're saying are equally God, you yes. need to understand them as such. And, yes. and so when we come into a relationship with God, they are all involved in us coming into that relationship. They all have a part to play yes, in that. Yes, and this is really important. Um, the Holy Spirit uh, draws us to God. He He's at work in our lives to um, arrange our circumstances sometimes, to make us increasingly aware of our sinfulness and our, our need for change. And then, and then God the Son... Jesus who came to earth to to die for our sins and we'll explore more of that in in week 2. Yeah. But but the work of the spirit and the son is to draw us ultimately to the father and to mm. be forgiven by him and to find peace with him. That's fantastic. And again mm. it's like there's that it's not religious it's a relational language where we mm. talk about joining a family. Yes. We we often say don't we that Christianity is not a religion it's yeah. a relationship and that's, that's right. really important. So that aspect of being a child of God, belonging to God, him being our father, us being his children and him making a way for that. And, yes. and then you just finished with this um, statement about God living in us. Yes, <laughs> that now, now we're Christians, that the Father, the Son and the Spirit have come to live in us. And this is an, an, an incredible concept, isn't it? But, yeah. but Jesus says that very clearly. He says, um, if anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching and my Father will love him and we will come to him and make our home in him. That's a phenomenal statement, it's, isn't it? It's mind-blowing, isn't yeah. it, that God has come to live in us as Christians. Brilliant. So so then day three, we yep. start to talk about this, again, quite a mysterious 
maybe con- sounding concept of the kingdom of God. It sounds yes. quite grand. It sounds it quite does. a little bit out there. So, but 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 we know that it has something really practical for mm. our lives, don't we? So, what have you described well, in that? If you asked anybody what a kingdom is, um, mostly of mostly we we think in geographical terms. We think about the United Kingdom. We think about the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, but mm-hmm. of, of a of a territory of a, of a geographic place over which a king rules. But but the kingdom of God is a little bit different, and we we try and describe that a little bit on day three. The kingdom of God is everywhere and anywhere, and in a, in any situation in which the will of God is done. If you think of the Lord's Prayer, Jesus told us to pray that um, uh, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come and your will be done. And those two things are one and the same, really. Wherever the will of God is done, the kingdom of God is coming. Jesus is King and Lord in those situations. I remember reading a, and uh, a Stanley Jones, I think, says he's a Christian author. He says, "Take you can take the word kingdom out and transfer it with the word rule, and it will mm. still have the same meaning. Yes. It's the rule of God." So when you and I became Christians, we surrendered our lives to Jesus, and He began to rule and be become our Lord and our yeah. our boss, our our um, uh, the head of our lives, and and and. And that's how we came into his kingdom. So we talk about God having a kingdom, Jesus being the king of that kingdom. Yes. The Bible actually describes him as his king of kings. Yes, the Bible says he's king of all kings. He's lord of all lords. And that we actually, when we become Christians, we enter into yeah. the kingdom of God. Yes, and it's not like we, 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 we don't move to a new place, but we do begin living in a new realm, in a new dimension and under a new, uh, under a new rule. I think that question in that third column on, on uh, day three about who's in charge is quite a, yeah. it's a, a really yeah, it's strong a really question. question. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it? Um, it, we have to, we all have to say who's in charge of my life. Is it is it me or is it or is there a is there a king who who's in charge of my life and am I willing to live his way? Fantastic. So day four then. Yeah, day four. I guess it's starting to get a bit more practical about what it means to live in this kingdom yes totally in day four uh which we call living in god's kingdom we we explore the fact that we're now well we use the phrase we're under new management uh you often see that sign in a shop window don't you (laughs) under new management everything everything's about to change here and and that's how it should be when we become christians that we we take up our residency in god's kingdom we have a new lord, a new master, a new boss in our lives, mm. and therefore everything starts to change. We we start to make different choices. We start to value things differently, and we try and get really practical about that in in day four. Seems like it's a kind of a culture, a big cultural change, a lifestyle change that that impacts us. It even changes the way that we think yes. about ourselves, the way we think about others. Obviously, the way we totally. think about God. That's absolutely right. Yeah, we. It's about embracing a whole new set of values, living in a, living in a new culture, which is the culture of God's kingdom. One of the uh, things that I, I know somebody has said to me before is they they kind of wanted to know what God would want them to do, what they what He wouldn't want them to do before they became a Christian. Almost like there are these rules set out mm. for me. What are the, what am I going to have to do? What am I not going to be able to do? And I, I actually remember saying to them, if you give your life to Him, then the, those things will, will become part of you. Yeah. And there'll be certain things you won't want to do anymore anyway. It's almost like God actually starts to change even what we and want to do. Go back to what we, we were saying earlier. It, it's not a religion. It's a relationship. Yeah. So when we when we are um, born again, when we come into the into God's kingdom in this way, 
uh, things change inside us. He's come to live within us. And therefore, this new way of living flows out of our hearts, flows from our hearts outwards. It's not obeying a set of rules, but, but now living in a way that we know pleases our Heavenly Father. Just sort of starts to happen almost in a way naturally, but yeah. it's actually a supernatural change in our lives. I know when I became a Christian, I... Uh, I often felt things had been turned upside down. The things I used to really enjoy, I just stopped to enjoy. I stopped enjoying some. And it wasn't because somebody told you no, you can't do no, that. I just didn't really want to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. So years like a reprogramming once yes, it takes place and absolutely. starts from within, which you describe there. And then yeah. day five says that we can then be involved in making this kingdom, causing it to ex- extend to. Yeah, and increase maybe. And, yes, and and looks right ahead to the fact that as Christians. Um, uh, the Bible tells us Jesus is coming again. The king is going to return. Yeah. And our, uh, well, I love this. We we actually have a purpose on earth now. Our, we, our life has purpose and meaning. We're not here to um, just sort of hang around waiting for Jesus to return, but we actually have a part to play yeah. in extending his kingdom, in in playing our part, in seeing the the will of God being done uh, in in uh, new places, in new towns, in new lives, yeah. of playing our part in seeing God's kingdom growing and expanding. Well, I love the the fact that you, there's things in here where you talk about things changing in us, but but we still have the same personalities, we still have the same gifts, we still have the same abilities, and all those are now become turned to honor God and to serve God and to yeah. to to do what He wants to do. And yeah, that shift and, and I, change. I believe actually that's. That's that's us doing what we were born to do. Reaching our full potential. Absolutely. Yeah. All of these things are in us, and it's when we become Christians that suddenly everything comes alive, and we we can use our gifts and talents uh, to the to the ultimate um, benefit of uh, the ultimate blessing and the, the ultimate fulfilment in our own lives. And then, then finally, you talk a bit about personal growth and God wanting us to grow, that his kingdom is growing, but he wants the, almost the kingdom to grow in us as well and yes. us to grow within it, I suppose. Yeah, he does. And one of the, one of the essential ways that happens is is by helping us to become part of a church family, mm. which is a, 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 com- a community of his kingdom. And, and it's in those settings that we can uh, get really plugged into the life of the church and start to grow. And and, and that's exactly what he wants for us. He wants us to grow and, and fill out and become more and more mature. So that this first week really kind of describes something about what we've come into as a result of giving our life to Jesus. And yes, and we start here because understanding that we that everything's changed for us. We've, we 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 we're now living in a in a whole new culture and dimension. Is it seems to be the most fitting way to start this journey before we then look in specifically at some of the things that have happened to us to recognise this massive change that's taken place. Yeah. So in summary, from week one, uh, some of the points that we've really learned is that firstly, God is good and yep. he, he is our loving heavenly father. Secondly, God wants us to enjoy a close relationship with him because we've become a child of God, mm-hmm. that Christ is in us and that he's living and he's present in our lives, that the kingdom of God is God's rule and God's reign. It's God's will being done, that we enter God's kingdom when we're born again, that Jesus is Lord and King, that he reigns, he rules, uh, he's in charge of everything, Mm. that the kingdom of God should uh, and can and will impact and affect every area of our lives, that God's kingdom operates on radical principles and we need uh, a new set of values and attitudes. Mm. 
God's kingdom advances powerfully as people and situations submit to what he wants, submits to his rule, and that you have a part to play in extending God's kingdom now that you've become part of his kingdom, mm. and that the full and final expression of God's kingdom will be seen when Jesus returns. So that really kind of summarizes week Fantastic. one. Fantastic. And uh, if you join us next time, we'll talk a little bit more about week two and the brand new start that we have as Christians. Thanks for joining us for this week's Rock Solid podcast. We hope it's been really helpful for you. If you'd like to get in touch with us at any time during the course, you can send us an email at rocksolid at livingrock.church. We pray that God really blesses you as you take the first steps in your new life with him.